0: From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, this is Forum. I'm Scott Schaefer and today for Michael Krasny. After weeks of speculation and lobbying, Governor Gavin Newsom has appointed someone to fill out the U.S. Senate term of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Secretary of State Alex Padilla will be the first Latino representing California in the U.S. Senate. He'll join us to talk about the significance of his appointment and what he hopes to accomplish in a Senate divided right down the middle. Then, Oracle, HP, and Tesla founder Elon Musk all leaving California for Texas. Some say it's cause for alarm, an indication that the Golden State's high taxes and regulations are pushing companies to look elsewhere. All that next on Forum, right after this news. Welcome to Forum, I'm Scott Schaefer, and today for Michael Krasny. Later in the hour, we're gonna discuss California's business climate on the heels of Oracle, Hewlett Packard, and Tesla founder, Elon Musk, all moving, at least part of their operation, to Texas. But first, the person Governor Gavin Newsom has tapped to fill out the remainder of Kamala Harris's U.S. Senate seat. For the past six years, Alex Padilla has been overseeing California's elections as our Secretary of State. Soon, he'll be heading to Washington, where he'll become the first Latino representing California in the U.S. Senate. Alex
2: Padilla joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hope uh, everybody's staying safe and healthy. The holidays are upon us, but it's uh, still important to take care during this pandemic. Absolutely. Well, you've had about 24 hours now to uh, sleep on and
0: think about and talk to people about this uh, announcement yesterday. What does it mean to you? And now that it's sunk in, what does it mean to your family?
2: Sleep? What sleep? <laughs> 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 and, uh, uh, an emotional roller coaster, as you can imagine. Uh, look, we're, um, we're, we're giddy, we're excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. and there's a lot of work uh, to do and to, and to continue. Um, but it uh, is a lot of people saw in the video that we shared uh, when the governor uh, asked the question, um, you know, couldn't help but think of my family's journey, not just where we are today, but reflect like back on my parents' journey coming to the United States in search of the American dream. Their years and years of struggle and sacrifice and to think that in one generation, you know, our family's gone from being uh, cooks and, and house cleaners to now I get to bring that voice to the United States Senate. It's a, it's pretty uh, overwhelming at times, but uh, it's an important voice that needs to be heard at all levels of government. Alex Padilla is
0: with us for about 15 minutes, so I'm going to give out the uh, email address. If you'd like to send your thoughts, uh, comments, or questions, it's forum at kqed. Dot .org. You know that video you mentioned it was just a couple minutes long but um you know your name has been at the top of most people's lists of likely senate uh appointees uh but when that moment came on the tape uh, I don't know if you knew exactly that was what uh, this the zoom call was about with you and the governor I assume you had some idea but you, you seemed I mean this was a genuine human authentic moment where you just you could tell the emotion sort of washed over you. Um, It's it it really must mean a lot to your dad, who is still alive. I know you lost your mom a couple of
2: years ago. What did he tell you? Uh, You know, when uh, he was my first phone call (laughs) yesterday morning and uh, he was uh, beaming with uh, pride over the phone and then uh, actually just quickly referenced uh, my mom and what she would be thinking, what she would be advising (laughs) She was quite a uh, jokester, you said. I think. Oh yeah, my, my, I mean, she was known for for her uh, uh, for her tenderness, her love, her cooking for sure. But but uh, those who really did get to know her, uh, she was a prankster. Uh, she uh, she was funny, but uh, she would give us a hard time. Uh, and I know she's uh, watching and beaming from from up above and reminding me to make sure I get enough rest and eat right. Because if I don't, I'm not going to get very far. <laughs>
0: I wanna ask you about uh, a little bit of Senate business. Uh, The House and Senate yesterday passed a 900 trillion dollar it's uh, it, it's just uh, uh I'm sorry 900 billion <laughs> you lose track like pretty soon billions they add up and you've got uh, a trillion but 900 uh a billion dollar aid package now the president's saying it's not enough there should be uh, a $2000 check to everybody and $4000 check to couples you know after congress has gone all through this to compromise what do you make of the size of the package that did pass congress
2: and what do you make of the president's sudden criticism of it So first, the package. Uh, Look, it's helpful uh, for now, but by no means enough. The end of the pandemic is still nowhere in sight. Uh, Yes, there's uh, vaccines uh, that are beginning to be manufactured and distributed, but it's going to take a while for sufficient numbers of vaccines to be produced, distributed, and administered uh, throughout the country for us to think that the pandemic is behind us. So, you know, we got to hang tight, keep wearing those masks, keep washing those hands, do what we need to do. Uh, but families, small businesses, uh, people are going to need more assistance along the way until the pandemic is truly behind us. So, bottom line, is it helpful? Sure. But is it enough to get this to the finish line? Absolutely not. Uh, and that's going to be a job one uh, when I get to the Senate in January. Uh, in terms of a uh, Trump's position here, like it's it's frustrating. I wish I could take it at face value that he thinks American families deserve more uh, support at this critical time. But where has he been for the last nine months? Uh, so, uh, if this creates an opening for Congress to actually tweak that package and increase direct assistance to families, great. Uh, but if this serves to delay a desperate uh, assistance that is needed, and you know, I put it past. Uh, Trump to to be up to that in his uh, final days in office. January 20th can't come soon enough.
0: Yeah, and I some people worried about what he might do in the next... Uh- 30 days or so. Uh, he did uh, yesterday issue a bunch of pardons including uh, former Congressman Duncan Hunter from San Diego just uh, a couple weeks before uh, he was set to go to prison for violating campaign finance law. Michael Flynn uh, also others involved in the Russia investigation. How concerned are you now, now Now, that you're gonna be in the Senate, I mean it may, I don't know exactly when you're gonna take uh, the oath, uh, but it'll be sometime before Trump leaves office I imagine. How, how concerned, what are you, what concerns you most for the country you know in this final month
2: look nobody is above the law uh and it's you know not even the occupant of the oval office um so we have to restore accountability uh in, in the justice system not make a mockery of it as trump is doing and so uh, again january 20th can't come soon enough so looking forward to a biden administration that beyond just restoring the the civility and, and the decency of you know public service at uh, the highest levels in our nation uh but the concepts of fairness and uh, like i said uh true true justice talking with Secretary of State Alex Padilla. He's a short timer
0: in that job. He'll be heading to Washington to fill out the rest of Kamala Harris's term in the coming weeks. Um, Let me ask you uh, about some of the criticism that the governor has gotten. There were many people who wanted him to name another African-American woman to replace Kamala Harris. She's the only black woman in the Senate. Um, And I want to just play a short clip from San Francisco Mayor London Breed with her reaction to your being appointed. Definitely, um, this is a real, you know, blow to the African-American community, to African-American women, to women in general. And I believe that uh, Mayor Breed also later tweeted out her congratulations to you. But what do you say to folks like her who, who thought, you know, we need to have the voice of a black woman in the Senate and we don't now?
2: Yeah, look, I, I I hear you, and uh, I actually very much agree. Uh, we need voices of Black women in the United States Senate. We need more voices of Latinos and Asians. You know, w- women in general, the LGBTQ community, uh, all aspects of uh, uh, are, are diverse. California population and national population, Uh, so I don't disagree with the sentiment, but uh, I also agree that it's important to have uh, a voice for the Latino community that makes up forty percent of the state of California. Uh, this is going to be the first time we have that in our state's entire history—one hundred uh, and seventy years—and I'm the first. So, uh, as much of a uh, of a historic step as that is, you know, two important things that I've said throughout my career: uh, I will be the best senator I can be for all. Californians, But in going about my work, I uh, will do so as a coalition builder, as a bridge builder, uh, because it's those relationships that lead to progress, not when we're working against each other.
0: we have got some listener comments here. Ruth writes, I'm so happy about your nomination to the U.S. Senate. I know you will do a great job. Have you had a chance to think about your priorities as a senator from
2: California in the 24 hours you've had to think about it? Uh, right. Look, it's, it's actually a, a pretty long list came to check off just the one, two, three from climate change to uh, healthcare access for everybody to uh, investing in our infrastructure and making our uh, both our education system and our economy more inclusive. But uh, job number one, two and three is going to be covid, COVID. COVID. You know, the uh, devastation that COVID has wreaked, uh, both on from a health perspective and an economic perspective, uh, is horrendous. And, uh, you know, we got, again, vaccines are on the way, but they're not completely distributed yet. we got to make sure it's done efficiently and equitably. Uh, this year has reminded everybody how important essential workers and frontline workers are. Those sorts of considerations need to be taken into account as we prioritize who gets the vaccine first and who may have to wait a couple of months. But, uh, you know, uh, hope is uh, on the way.
0: You've been involved in California and Los Angeles politics for about 20 years now, elected to the LA City Council at the ripe old age of 26, uh, and of course in Sacramento since, uh, you know, for the last uh, 15 years or so, I believe. But You know, the issues that come up in Sacramento, gun control, immigration, sanctuary cities, uh, the environment, racial justice, uh, criminal justice reform, you know, California has a particular take on issues like that that are sometimes, you know, out of sync or just plain different from what you hear in the corridors of Washington where, uh, you know, representatives or senators are from very different states from California. How are you going to uh, approach your colleagues uh, who may disagree with you
2: on some of those uh, issues? Yeah. Well, I think if we step back and and look at the course of history, uh, more often than not, when it looks like California is uh, a little out of step with other parts of the country, it's not that we're out of step. We're just uh, a little bit ahead of the time, ahead of the moment. Uh, more often than not the rest of the country, eventually catches up to California's leadership on a number of issues, whether it's been uh, equality, whether it's been uh, you know, climate change and environmental protection, or, or uh, even the, how we administer and secure our democracy, increasing access to the ballot. We just came off a tremendously successful uh, election cycle despite the COVID-19 pandemic. Look, I think what uh, I have found effective for me when I was on city council in Los Angeles, or even when I was in the legislature, is reaching out and establishing uh, respectful lines of communication and relationships with colleagues. Uh, Nobody's going to agree with each other 100% of the time, but if we can uh, drive our... our, Uh, work uh, by a set of values. I think everybody would agree. We want uh, a cleaner air. We want safe communities. We want better job opportunities for everybody. We want good schools for our kids uh, and the ability to see a doctor when you're sick. You know, if we can agree on the fundamental principles, then we can work together on how to achieve them.
0: We've got just about a minute left. but Before I let you go, you mentioned the election and uh, KQD did some reporting on Alameda County. They're the only big county in California without a full time registrar. They had some problems in the last election. Uh, just quickly, uh, would you like to see some reforms there?
2: uh yeah i mean by and large it was a very very successful election uh throughout the state and even in, in alameda with uh, uh, some bumps along the way to think everything we were up against from disinformation to uh, global health pandemic uh struggling economy and, and so much more still overall successful uh but uh, the secretary of state's office has fortified the relationship with all 58 counties and the Registrar okay. of voters we work hand in hand to uh okay. So, we're, we're guiding here. So, uh, look forward to much more progress in Alameda County in the All years ahead.
0: Right. Alex Padilla, thank you so much. Good luck in your new job. We will be back in just a, one minute. Thanks so much. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera.